What up, friends? Jeff Feinberg back here with you, breaking down another week of PGA Tour action for oddschecker.com slash US. This time, it's the Byron Nelson Classic, a new course, TPC Craig Ranch. I don't know much about it. It is a par 72. It is just under 7,500 yards. But by all accounts, the scoring will be low. You better be picking guys who you are confident <clears throat> will succeed and flourish essentially in a birdie party that you have no worries that that is the type of event they can, they can win at. Uh, most TPC courses do play incredibly scoring friendly for the most part. Obviously Sawgrass, the most famous one, it's a bit of anomaly in that, in that respect. But, you know, as we see many of them throughout the course of the season, they're all very scorable um, weeks where you better go low to compete. All right, let's do this three picks for the Byron Nelson. I'm going to lay on you right now. I have no regrets. I actually feel pretty good about how last week went. All things considered, weren't on a winner again. But yeah, no, I mean, the guys that we've been on a lot, and I mean, it was nerve-wracking to see the guys we were all in on a couple weeks ago. Woodland, Mitchell, were always in on answer, play great, but that makes me feel we're on to something. We just got to keep, Keep battling here. We'll figure it out. And Victor Hovland. I was very brash about BDV last week. It was there for him. If you look at the putting stats, well, he putted great. He left so much on the table from inside eight feet that I don't, I have no regrets about betting him on that exotic prop at plus uh, at 40 to one at 40 to one to win by field goal. He, he played the opportunity was there for him to do that as crazy as that sounds. So I don't feel I don't feel crazy despite being wrong. Yeah, but hey, we're getting used to that feeling. Let's try to change the vibe here. TPC Craig Ranch, friends. Um, interesting betting board. Power at the top. Dustin Johnson withdrew. It's not the first time we've seen a big boy leave the week before a major at one of these low-rung events. And what that did is it turned Bryson and Rom into plus 850, 9-to-1 golfers when using that odds checker grid. Uh, I came into the week yesterday, thought I'd probably be betting on one of the big three. And then Dustin withdrew and the number shrunk. And I don't know whether it was that I didn't react quick enough for a for quick enough for it, or I got cold feet the week before a major. I don't know. I didn't want to, I mean, if I'm going to bet like Rom or Bryson, it's everything for me. Like I'd be embarrassed to write the unit count in the article. So we're not there. Although, um, wouldn't shock me one bit, friends. Wouldn't shock me one bit, and that's not going out on any limb. Nice to see Hideki back. First start since the Masters. I'm sure he's been treated like a king throughout his homeland. And I'm sure people are probably looking at fading him this week. You know, wondering if he's even picked up a golf club in the last month. I doubt he has, but uh, who am I to say? I got no clue. For the outright victory, it's not something I'm really um, looking at betting, but it's great to see him. It's great to see him. It'll be great to see him back on TV. It'll be great to see him uh, basking in the glow of being a Masters champion. And I'm sure, he, he, I mean, the confidence he'll probably be playing with now is exciting to, to look forward to. So there we are on Hideki Berger. I passed on. You guys know I love, I love Berger so much, but couldn't get there. For me, the card did start. Um, I did start with Scotty Scheffler this week, guys. I didn't move fast enough for those 25 to ones before the Dustin Johnson withdraw, but 
Um, I got in at 22 to one. That is still the available number. I'm seeing it as low as 18 to one when using that odds checker grid. He's already picked up a top five in Texas this year. The Dallas native, I understand winning on your home track can be difficult, but, um, and since that almost opportunity at the match play, he has struggled a bit, but the irons have come back. And he, to me, is one of the um, more well-rounded um, complete players for an opportunity to win this week at Valley Ranch. Uh, strokes gained 11th, Tita Green uh, 21st in strokes gained around the green over his last 50 rounds. So I'm excited. I'm excited with what Scotty can do this week. There's a lot of guys I'm actually, most of my card, well, everyone I'm going to give you would be considered uh, in many ways a breakthrough win. Also, I didn't overthink it. The overthinking was if I'm going to play someone at the very top or just jump back. And I, in the end, decided, as I've spoken about, that I wasn't going to play one of those super, super big boys under that 10 to 1. And you guys know, um, I love betting. Normally that 25 to pretty much 50, 60 to one range, that is pretty probably where 80% of my golf wagers will come from. That has been um, the range that has really just consistently probably hits winners at 80% as well. If you go back and look at the winning scores or winning odds of, you know, the past winners over the last couple of years. So they kind of made the decision easy for me because there wasn't much in here that I wanted to be a part of. But Scotty Scheffler, 22 to 1, uh, that's where we start the card this week. Moving on, we're not leaving the 20s. We're going to stay, and it's 28 to 1, and I've seen it as low as 22 to 1 uh, using that odds checker grid. But a handful of 28s out there. Mine came at bet 365. Will Zalatoris, guys. Will Zalatoris is uh, 28 to 1 this week. He missed the cut last week. You missed the cut last week, and I'll tell you, after DJ withdrew, well, him missing the cut, I, I was curious whether how popular he'd be. He's so consistent. He finally lost some strokes with the driver. He's actually lost them over his last couple events. I expect that to disappear immediately. I'll call it a little postmaster's fatigue, but again, we are at a course that suits his very well-rounded game, but again, those long irons that he can dominate with could be a differentiating factor for Will. And there are three players. Well, hold on. Check that. Per Fantasy National, now that Dustin Johnson has withdrawn, there are two players in the Byron Nelson field who over their last 24 rounds have gained a stroke on the field per round on both TPC courses and courses longer than 7,400 yards. Those players are Dustin Johnson. Well, he's no longer here. That other player is Will Zalatoris. And the final player is Ryan Palmer who checks a lot of boxes this week, but I'm not betting Ryan Palmer because I never bet Ryan Palmer. I've got enough of my own guys that I bet that never win. I can't pick up a guy like Palmer. That being said, a lot of things point um, to Palmer. I would say in that 40 range, it was Sergio and Siwoo. It was Sergio and Siwoo um, who did have my attention. But yeah, no, Will Zalatoris, Will and Scotty, those would be breakthrough... Um, <laughs> sorry definitely counting on a breakthrough win for all of them and on top of it it's no secret Zal Torres just one of the handful of players in this field to rank inside top 25 of both key proximity ranges of 175 to 200 to 1 and 200 to 1 plus so again um a very well-rounded feel a uh, player for a course we don't know much about well, his strengths can play very well into what we are hearing 
this course is about. Probably should have said it off the top. I'm not too enamored with courses we've never been to before. I find it really hard um, to sort of use some of the key elements when it comes to betting uh, outright winners. Again, I like to look at the past winners, the past scores. It really does give you um, some groundwork. While it always feels impossible, some groundwork as to what type of player wins here, what type of skill sets have lifted the trophies here and what sort of score does it take? And that, I'm not really a course history guy, but I like to know the profile of the players and the winning score, because to me, there are certain players you cross off your list if you need a birdie party. And there are certain players um, that you cross off your list. If you've seen a, a list of five straight winners who are like plotters, you know, who have like that Jim Furyk, Kevin Kisner skill set. You would treat that different than seeing five straight winners who are bombers. So again, welcome Craig Ranch. Feels like we're going to be here for a while. Uh, let's get to know you. Let's get to know you. Final pick for today's video: eighty to one. Eighty to one using that odds checker grid. Unibet. I've seen it as low as sixty-six to one. I even like it at sixty-six to one. But for me, it is Thomas Peters, friend, the Belgian bomber. It's a profile play. It's a profile play for what I have been led to believe will um, the type of player profile that will win this event, the big hitters, and you're paying a premium for all of them. Uh, a guy like Aaron Wise also checks this box. At the moment, my money is on Thomas Peters. My money is on Thomas Peters. The form between COVID and the birth of a child, he hasn't played a ton, but it's coming back. And the results... Well, they're hard to lean, they're hard to take much from because his PGA tour starts are those like subfield Corrales and Puerto Rico events. So I don't want to overrate like 15th place or 12th place at, at those hyper sub field events. Well, this field isn't that strong and I'm not really going to go there because there actually are some great players there, but I believe Peter's game works very strong for this place. I believe the price is fantastic. The price is fantastic for Thomas Peters. Um, I believe the game is building. It's hard to sort of track the European tour stats on where um, his game actually is, but the results are all trending in the right direction for Thomas. I do worry about, you know, putting, but hey, that comes with the territory. He's a phenomenal US Open player. I don't think it's gonna play difficult like that, but we have seen him pop on incredibly difficult courses. Anyhow, uh, I still think his baby swag is fresh and I'm going to say something crazy here. I'm going to say something crazy. And it's been talked about on my podcast with Mayo quite a bit this year. The Ryder cup is at whistling straights. Thomas Peters. If he can have a very successful summer, you're going to hear his name in serious contention for that list. And while I laugh at American broadcasters, when they try to glad hand a broadcast by telling us guys like Ryan Palmer or a Kevin Naw uh, have a, a realistic chance of making a Ryder Cup team, we know that's not true. That's, that's crap. They're just trying to build up a guy contending on the broadcast they're currently talking about. But on the European tour, there are spots available for players. There absolutely are. Guys like Victor Perez, very much in the heat of it. And Kenneth got, I mean, all respect to Victor Perez, great player. I think he's going to do continue to do very good things. But I think a guy like a Thomas Peters could dethrone a Vic Perez. 
I, I really do on a course like Whistling Straits that absolutely fits the skill set that Thomas Peters will bring. I probably spent too much time on, on talking about Thomas Peters' potential Ryder Cup merits. Nonetheless, it's a profile play with a player who I believe's game is about to pop. Thomas Peters, 80 to 1. That's my play. I'm Jeff Feinberg. You'll find me later in the week. So sub to this feed because I'll be back with another video where we're going to give you some uh, props for the Byron Nelson Classic. And I'll probably add an outright as we're only sitting at three here. And there's still lots to marinate on. Like, sub, comment. Tell me which long shot you believe is going to win uh, this week. And super excited. It's a major next week. PGA Championship. Kiowa Island. How much fun was the Wells Fargo at, at Quail Hollow? I thought that was a great tune-up event. And if the wind gets blown at Kiowa, oh, man. Oh, man. I should go watch that old Kiowa Ryder Cup War by the Shore documentary this week. Get me all fired up. Last time we were at Kiowa, Rory ran away with it, but it was a it was a leaderboard filled, even looking past Rory with that gap between first and second, a leaderboard filled with feisty European type players. Your Hatton, your Matt Wallace like type guys. They weren't there. I mean, like that type of um, skill set. So we'll see. Like your Graham McDowell's, right? Like that's what I'm talking about. But take Graham from all those years ago and try to fit his profile onto current Europeans or anyone from anywhere in the world. Super excited. We'll have tons planned here for the PGA championship with me at ozchecker.com slash us likes up comment. Check the, check the, uh, I don't know what to say. So I did a good video and I closed it very poorly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, check the article. Check back tomorrow. That's what I should have said. Check back tomorrow for the props video. Hopefully it drops right into your feed because you subbed.